Hobby Addicts の時間です It's time for Hobby Addicts And now, here are your anime addicts Everybody, welcome back to Hobby Addicts. I am your host Mitsugi, and I'm here. We have the whole crew, starting、yeah. with Mandy this time. Mandy, she's up in Cincinnati, where Blizzard, what's what's it called, Gia? Some、hmm? smexy blizzards coming through the middle of the country, dumping tons. It has of, a name. I thought it was Gia or Giovanni. Oh. Or Anyway, Giovanni. <laughs> oh man, Blizzard Giovanni, fucking us up. <laughs> using <laughs> using ground type. Attacks. It's using ice、yeah. attacks. Yeah. Anyway,、It's、Mandy. He's using his magnificent Persian. How are you、mm-hmm. on a probably very brisk day in Cincinnati? Um, I'm doing all right. I have not been outside, so I don't <laughs> know what's going on out there. Good. That's a holy call. It is an unfamiliar world to Mandy. <laughs> and of course, in continuing in reverse order, we have Enzo in New York City. I know it's cold because it's 23 degrees in Foxborough, where the football game was just played. How are you, Enzo? Uh, I'm currently in a sweater, a hoodie, sweatpants, socks, and under a blanket on my gaming chair because it is cold、Damn. as heck. Yeah, he's like under、But、a he's literal pile here, of clothing on top of Enzo. Yeah, I literally have three layers on. You really need to、blanket. get like a space heater or something for your and, room. Yeah, Enzo- I, I, I don't know. I don't know why. I have, like, I bought so much other dumb shit. I should just buy a space heater. <laughs> Enzo's like that kid from a Christmas story. He walks around and his arms won't go down. He's got、yes. like 14 coats on. And we have,、yes. of course, we have Kazuo here with me in sunny. St. Petersburg, Florida. That's right. I've、yeah. also not been outside despite it being like 75. It、outside. is lovely outside, not a cloud in the sky. It is a beautiful blue day,、mm-hmm. sunny, warm. The birds are、uh, chirping. Well, you know, it's sunny and blue here too. It's just、I'm, cold. I'm wearing shorts. I also have never seen a Christmas story, so I do not understand the、wow. reference that you mentioned earlier. <laughs> oh, what the? What, what? It's such a、what、funny movie. <laughs> Anyway, today we are doing, we're trying something different here, and we are, we are going to do a topic show and tell. Everybody is bringing their own topic, and we are going to spend probably around eight to ten minutes each talking about something just、yeah. very briefly.、It's、we a, have something to share. It's a hobby hodgepodge. Yeah.、Mm. I can go for it. A、first. hot pot of hobbies. Wow, Enzo a is hobby, like. A hob, a hob pot? A hob pot. A hob pot. Enzo's very a eager. A hobby palooza. You go first, Enzo. A hob bonanza. <laughs> Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm so sorry. I'm trying. Just go. <laughs> yeah, Enzo, what's up with yes. you? Yeah, so、um, two things. I, met, I briefly mentioned I've been more involved with like, the meetup, like meetup.com, the website, and like, starting an anime meetup here in Brooklyn. But、I've, what I forgot that I did last Friday is go to a board game meetup. And、um, let me tell you, People like board games a、oh, lot. They love them. They do. Board、a、games、lot. are the best.、Um, I went to this event. It's, like a, it's, it's in Brooklyn for anyone listening that's from New York、um, and, wants to play, and wants to meet people and play board games. It's the pro- I think the group is called like, the Prospect Park Gaming Club. And every other Friday, they have an event called、uh, Play Board Games and Meet Cool People. And then, so when I found that event, I was like, oh, I want to play board games and also meet cool people. So I was like, RSVP'd and I went. And two, two immediate observations. One, 
over 100 people were there. It was insane. Damn, that's a lot it of was board th- games. It was three floors of, of this house. Wow. Um, of the Brooklyn Ethical Society. They very generously lent uh, lend this meetup the whole space. Three floors, all three floors with active board games and a shit ton of tables and shit. I'm jealous. Yeah, it was over 100 people. So I was yeah. like, I came to the right place. And then two, if you're a shy person, I like... I don't I I I wouldn't really recommend it because <laughs> because you like it is insane you walk in like I I walked in I walked in and all I hear is like yo we need two people yo we need three people yo we need one we need one person for wolf we need like two people for Catan we need one person for secret hitler and I was just like secret hey, hitler what the hell is that dude that, yeah, that game yeah that's a fun game secret killer is awesome you basically oh, secret start- killer Secret no, Hit- secret Hitler. Hitler. Oh, Hitler. Hitler. Oh, wow. Hitler. Okay. Like, yeah, no. Like the bad dude Are you Hitler? With the, with the- uh, it's a secret. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's a, we should play that game. You, we, you basically we end up should calling- play board games. We should we, play board I games. Have, we have the uh, tabletop, tabletop simulator. simulator. We do. Yeah. Guys, why haven't we done that? I, I have brought it up before and everyone ignored me. Guys, I have yeah. a great idea. What if we play <laughs> board games? Stop. Oh my <laughs> god, what a great <laughs> idea. <laughs> Stop. Um I so basically I ended up playing with random people. We played I played Sushi Go, cute fucking game. Oh, I have that um, one. That's a really nice I play I brought my own game called Space Team. It's a really hmm. fucking fun card game. It's also an app, I believe. Um, I also played Wolf. I don't like Wolf too much. Um, and then is I that Su- um, the ultimate werewolf? Is it? I don't even know. They just called it Wolf. And I was like, okay, this is Wolf. Oh, okay. How does it play? Just curious. Is it uh, Airwolf? There's, there's a night phase. There's, there's like a wolf. There's wolves. There's a villager. There's... Yeah, that's yeah. Oh, one night ultimate werewolf. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, cool. Yes, exactly. And I played Secret Hitler. And then I played this game Puerto Rico. And... <laughs> Is that Puerto where you Rico just is throw so rolls of toilet paper at people? Oh, oh I wonder who made that one up. <laughs> no, sure. I wonder what genius made that game. <laughs> Fucking goddamn. Um, anyway, uh, Puerto Rico is an interesting, interesting situation I walked into because uh, these group of guys were like, this group of guys, like, it was like three guys and like one, three guys, one girl, and they needed one more person to make five. And... I was like, yo, I'll play. Like, I just finished up. Uh, and me being fucking hyper-social type A, I moved from table to table just because I wanted to meet and talk to more people throughout the entire night, which is not <laughs> what people do. People, like, stay in one table and, like, play with them the whole night. I was just like, yo, that was a fun game, guys. I'm going to go check out some other tables. They were like, okay, cool. And I just, like, went on. Get out of here. Who like, needs you? <laughs> I don't know. I must have met, like, fucking, like, 30 people. But uh, I sat down for this game, and they whipped out the game called Puerto Rico, and the second the guy that owned the game brought it out, he was like, okay, before we begin, full disclosure, and he just, they're all, all four of these people are white, and I'm the only person that's not white, and they all look at me, and they're just like, this game is high-key, low-key about, like, the slave trade in Puerto Rico. Whoa. <laughs> oh, okay. And, like, putting workers <clears throat> to work in, like, sugar fields and, like, cornfields and stuff. Wow. How kind of and a board like, game is that? It's, it's 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 a it's a what do you what do you call these games? How does it, a, it's like how does a board game like that exist in the, in this day and age? Well, it's it's not it's not a new game. It's old. It's super old. It's yeah, not but, super old, but it's it's not one that would it's not one that came out recently. Um, but these guys, these four people were like they were like the nicest people ever, and they were like 
and, and it wasn't a and actually the guy didn't own the game though meetup itself has a shit ton of games that you can just grab and play and i think they just grabbed this one but he had played it before and so he was just like full disclosure none of us here like are playing this out of like some weird you know like motive or anything like and furthermore like i think in the rule set like they use the word slaves uh, I think, and they were like, "But we're gonna say workers, okay, guys? We're gonna say workers." Maybe it's cold outside, and all that shit. Yeah, and I was just like, "I was like, dude, listen, man, like, it's fine. Like, I, I, I'm not gonna assume you guys are like racist." And why would you guys invite me to fucking play games this about game? Hitler? Games about slavery? <laughs> oh, that's a good point. What yeah, the Secret shit? Hitler's fun. Secret Hitler's a lot of fun. Secret though. Hitler's super fucking fun. You end up, <laughs> you end up yelling at your friends, calling them fascists and stuff. It's, it's so Either sounds like Secret Twitter. Hitler. And um, <laughs> the resistance—they're both very similar. Yeah, we—I would love to play Secret Hitler. I feel like Mitsuki, you would get so angry at Secret Hitler. Oh my god! I just so don't angry. like games where people can like make deals and stuff. Hmm. So I. Oh ha- yeah, you. Would so hate I it. hate um, the real world. Yeah. The real world. Yes. Yeah. No, I hate Settlers of Catan. That game is dog shit. I love that game. It's, it's a terrible. It's a terrible game. game. It's terrible because like. You can be playing with like five people, and two people are like, you know, they come together to play, or they're really close, and they'll just make, they'll just trade with each other the whole night, and that ruins the game <laughs> for everybody because it's because the game's not about skill or strategy or anything like that. It's Is just, it it's, it's just about teaming up with another person. Who has more friends? There's definitely <laughs> strategy in Settlers of Catan. It's a shitty it's game. Not a shitty. It's a it great, it's a classic. Everyone loves Catan. I love Settlers of Catan. I, I it's love a lot Settlers of Catan. Catan. I've never played it. And people like lots of things that aren't good. I'm just gonna say. If people love Mousetrap. That's a shitty game. I've also never played Dude, that. Dude, Mousetrap was great. Mousetrap was awesome. <laughs> Mousetrap was fantastic. I'll tell you yeah, what are good so. games. Good games are Stratego. Never played that. Carcassonne. Never played that. Chess. I played that. There you go. I got one. Nice. Even um, Ri- even Risk is a shitty game. I've never played that. Risk Risk is, yeah, Risk is. It's just based on dice roll. Like, it's completely based on uh, luck. 100%. It also takes forever to play. I that Puerto Rico game was a heavy like like um like production industrial type game where like resource management? Yeah, it's a re- that's exactly. Thank you. I was looking for that. It was resource <laughs> management. It's heavy resource management and it takes a lot of time for you to build your foundation to then start like accruing your victory points and everything. Um but How I How much sugar cane did you produce? So it's funny. I so as the guy was explaining the rules, I my because my strategy usually is monopolizing. Like in, in Catan and stuff, I try and like monopolize a single resource. Um, so in this game, you could grow coffee, sugar, corn, or indigo, and there are different ways to use that to gain money, which then lets you buy buildings, or to ship them away to then get victory points. So I was like. Okay, sugar is the second cheapest thing. I'm gonna monopolize sugar and just trade sugar the whole time. And I did. I'm a not, I completely, completely controlled all sugar production, all sugar trading. No one else could grow sugar besides me. Nice. I had like five sugar factories going. No one could stop me. me but I still, <laughs> I still came in second place because this guy, because coffee is like worth double sugar, and he was also like low key monopolizing coffee, mm. and I, could, I couldn't catch up to him. But, uh. But the but the reason we're going to a lot of meetups is because I'm interested to see how they're working, because I want to make the Brooklyn Anime Meetup really really cool. Um, I've been designing you know logos and 
graphics and assets for the meetup um, because I don't want it to be just like any other one. A lot of meetups on meetup.com just have like very like, you know, pictures that they definitely didn't take themselves. Like pictures that you get off the internet as like their banners or they have like incredibly like amateur shitty logos and I just don't want to look like that. So I've been doing that and I've been talking to people at these meetups to be like, hey, like if you guys like anime, like I'm doing this thing, blah, 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 blah. Like you guys should come. It's not that far from here. All this stuff. So I'm like heavy networking. Um, I think I'm going to reach out to like High Dive or Crunchy or, you know, anime related, you know, organizations to see if they would like to um, like sponsor a month of the meetup throughout the year or something. Um, because I'm, it's, I had the first meeting. It was awesome seeing people come just to talk about anime for two hours. This, I have now have 40 people in the group and next meetup, which is this Thursday coming, there's eight people coming instead of like the two that came last time. Uh, so I'm trying to make it like really cool from the get go so that people are like looking forward to coming back. And that's what I've been working on. Like I've been, I'm back at work, but like on the side, I'm like, I'm like working doing podcasts and then like whenever i have any minutes to spare me the gaming or like working on the meetup that's awesome so that's what i've been up to once the meetup's up and running can you also build a robot and then have me like on skype like in like have like a, a, a monitor yes. as the robot's face and then I'm, i'll just be Absolutely. like driving the robot around and be like hey everybody how's it going <laughs> Like, hey guys, are you guys a fan of the AA podcast? Where well, here's Cosmo, and I just like I just put a TV on a wheelchair and just like, yeah. <laughs> All right, all right, Enzo, thank you for your for your for your sharing. I'm gonna yeah. jump in and take very a very short amount of time because I'm gonna talk about a little bit about the NFL playoffs because no one really cares about. Oh, you ready me. for some football? Wait, I care Sunday about this shit Fill me in because right, after, so, my fa- after I brutally lost my fantasy league, I kind of like dropped off the face of the earth. All right, football. so the divisional round playoffs was this week, and mm-hmm. the uh, the first game was the Indianapolis Colts at the Kansas City Chiefs playing at Arrowhead Stadium, Arrowhead being one of the supposed most difficult places in the NFL to play, and they, they cite that based on crowd noise. Like, they broke the crowd noise record. Like, they right. actually created a small earthquake once. What? Yeah, the crowd did. Jeez. From the noise and from people stomping. I thought, stomping the, I thought and the Saints. Stuff. I thought the Saints had the. Uh, so the so the to loudest. my knowledge, the toughest stadiums to play in are are Kansas City, Seattle. Can I guess one? Yeah. Uh, uh, Denver. Kansas City, Seattle, Denver. Yes. New Orleans and Fox and Patriots, Foxborough, tend to be the five biggest home field advantages. So the Chiefs went or faced the Colts. Colts coming off a red hot end of their season. They were fifth. They won something like eleven. Like I would say, not not sure exactly, but maybe not like nine out of their last eleven games they won, which is pretty solid. Oof, that's and spicy as fuck. Went yeah. into Arrowhead and just got absolutely destroyed by the Chiefs. Chiefs basically scored right off the bat, stopped the Colts, scored again, stopped the Colts, scored again. Like it was twenty-one nothing by. In no time. And I think it was something until like towards the end of the first half before the Colts even had a first down. Which is really shocking considering the fact that the Chiefs aren't really known for their defense. They have one of the worst defenses in the NFL. So it's kind of hard to tell if the Chiefs defense suddenly figured something out or if the Colts just shit their pants because they were you know in the playoffs and were nervous about it or whatever. Kind of hard to tell. I was, of course, rooting for... The Colts, because if the Chiefs had lost, then my New England Patriots would have gotten to play the AFC Championship game at home. But now they have to go to an impossible place to play and will have a very tough game next week because they played the LA Chargers, the LA Chargers today in Foxborough. 
um, Brady and Philip Rivers combining for the oldest combined age of two quarterbacks in the history of the, of the playoffs. Old Man River. Old Man River and Old Man Brady <laughs> combining. Their ages combined are something like 78 years old, <laughs> which is insane. Actually, it might be old. So, so Brady's like Brady's 41 and Rivers is 37. So yeah, that's like 79. And uh-huh. Brady comes out. And they start. They just pound the ball right down the Chargers' throat. Score a touchdown on a long first opening drive. Um, take a bit. And the end of summarizing the end of the first half. Then the end of the first half finished. New England was up thirty-five to seven at the end of the first half. Wow! Um, Holy fuck, dude! But the Patriots had three hundred forty-seven total yards of offense in the first half, which which would have been a decent total for an entire football game. Yeah. Um, the Chargers struggled heavily. Brady had. They had four rushing touchdowns and one passing touchdown in the first half. Brady had about a quarterback rating of about 120. So pretty solid for a guy who's supposedly like old and done. What, does, what does that mean, rating of So the rating, like, the rating goes from 0 to 158.3. Okay. And a good quarterback rating would be like anything above 100 would be good. So is this just like taking into account like how accurate he is? Your, your, your completion percentage, your yards per, per attempt. Uh, touchdowns, interceptions, rushing, stuff like that. Okay, it's basically like how reliable you are without, like, like how little variance you have in your play. Gotcha. Yeah. So basically, basically the Patriots ended up dominating the game. They they ended, they only ended up winning by thirteen, but most of that is because they got, the Chargers were just basically given some garbage time touchdowns towards the end, towards the end of the game when it was well like when the game was over. Um, but the Patriots going into next week to face the Chiefs at home. Uh, Patriots very healthy. They don't have. They have literally no injured players. Every single player is healthy, which is almost a miracle in the NFL. Including Brady, who's coming off an injured MCL, but having but having rested for the bye week last week, and now is is claiming that he looks that he's 100 percent healthy and looked really good today. On yeah. the on the other side of the league, oh. yeah. I was gonna say, you know, what's funny is your like kind of hobby and Enzo's are similar in a way because football, it's at least from what I'm seeing, is kind of like a board game. Except with bodies, there's a lot of strategy in, fo- in football. It's a, yeah, a, it lot. Is a lot of strategy and mm-hmm. prediction too. So like you, like like you could argue that 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 the, the Patriots are kind of old and old and slow as a team, but their coaching is so incredible that they're able to literally just out game plan the other team and just ma- yep. and the coach will literally cre- make players get open because their because their scheme and their game plan is so so much of a perfect fit for the other team's defense that players will just become open because they trick the other team and stuff. Or, yeah, or, and, or when, and then when you when you have Brady, like all you need is a player to be open because he will get them the ball. Brady, so, Brady yeah. will study film on the other team and will be able to identify exactly what their defense is going to do before they, they even start the play. So he'll be telling the players, you know, do this, do this, you know, diagnosing the play. And I remember it was like three years ago where Brady was like, why would I retire? It's on easy mode. I've seen everything. I know everything before it happens is what he said. And he's wow. pretty much right. Like. You know that's how it is with when you've got the goat with eight eight straight yeah. eight straight AFC championship appearances. Crazy. On the other side of the league, um, Dallas played on the road against the LA Rams, and the Rams being one of the t- one of the most one of the most high flying teams in, throughout the regular season and the um, just throughout the whole regular season. Dallas played Dallas played tough. They had an onside kick at the end of the game to try to get the ball back to have a shot at, you know, tying the game, but they ended up losing by eight points, uh, 20, uh, 22 to 30. So the the NFC Championship game is going to be played in L.A. There was a chance there that 
both the Rams and the Chargers could have been hosting a playoff game in the same stadium and on the same day. Uh, oh, well, that's crazy. Yeah, there, there was there was there were they were they were talking about how they were going to make that happen because both of the LA teams were in the playoffs and if, there was a there was a possibility that they both could be hosting, but that's no longer that's that no longer city the case. would not would not survive. And I'm and I see right now that as we're recording this, the the Philadelphia Eagles, the defending Super Bowl champions, have started their game against the New Orleans Saints. The Eagles have really no business being here, other than that they just are tenacious as hell and keep finding ways to win, even when they're they're always the underdog and they keep winning. And we'll see if they can win in New Orleans. I know that I know they were a big underdog. The spread was like seven or eight points. So we'll have to see how that one pans out, and that one will be finished up in about three hours. So. It's been a good season for the NFL. It looks like even though all these new quarterbacks are coming up and everyone's like, "Oh, look at this guy! Look at this guy! He's new!" and the, the announcers are always like blowing some player because they have because they want to make the new the new up and comers look good for the league. But yeah, the culture has to regenerate because once Brady steps down, it's going to be a huge blow to the media of football. And when you get right down to it, it's still Brady, it's still Drew Brees, it's still it's still these guys, you know, that are driving the league at the end of the day, though. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Brady, Brady's our Brady said he's coming back next year too. So he, nice. we're, we're not, we're That's not. Incredible. The world is not rid t- of Tom Brady yet. I have no idea when that man's gonna retire. He's still I, playing I, well. He ha- he has like he's still playing well. He is. He may not be at his peak, but he is playing better than most of the like most like every quarterback in the NFL. So like, I like I don't know. He's, he's, he's in like the, the top he's ten. Like the one, he's in the top ten yeah. quarterback still. He's probably like somewhere between the fifth and the tenth, I would say this year, but still playing really well. Like, anyway, I don't want to keep yeah. going on this. No one cares except you and me. So, and no one in the world <laughs> listening except Enzo and me. Hey, some, I'm sure some of the people that listen to our podcast care about football. You were there trying are to plenty learn. of people were, that like yeah. anime and like football, bro. I'm interested in things that you guys are interested okay. in, even if I know nothing about them. Let me rephrase Same. it. A, a lot less people are interested in football than something like board games. Anyway, what's up? What, what else? What else we got? Mandy, you want to go? Uh, sure. All I have are video games. <laughs> I played like four different uh, four different games. Good lord, <laughs> Jesus Christ, <Mandy>. Yeah, <laughs> at the same time um, <laughs> on four different consoles. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> three were very short indie games, and the other one is still an indie game, but it's not quite as short. And that's the one that I'm currently playing. Uh, because it was on sale, I got it off Steam on sale, and that was Vampire. I waited on sale because it didn't have great reviews, but I still was really looking forward to it, so I wanted to play it. I'm glad you're like that, by the way. I'm so glad you're like that. There's, there are people that read reviews and just are like, okay, I'm not going to waste my money. Oh, no, no, definitely yeah. not. I I judge my, for myself whether or not I like something. Yeah, yeah. And um, But they also changed a lot of things in Vampire, which I, I was reading through... Um, the reviews uh, or I, I only look at user reviews i don't look at any, <laughs> any like uh video game magazine reviews gotcha. but um user reviews people are saying that it's just not hot like it's too easy um because vampire is a game where you wake up as a vampire and it creates this sort of um i want to compare it to that um lord of the rings game that came out that uh the Mordor one. Mordor Middle Earth or whatever. Yeah. Um, the Middle Earth game where yeah. you are surrounded by all these people. Um, and this is also like in the 20th century London. Um, so you're surrounded by and everyone is being affected by uh, the Spanish flu where there's just this big plague. Everyone's dying. 
And so um, you are a doctor who was risen as a vampire. You died. You remember your death. Now you're a vampire. And you meet all these different people. And you as a doctor are trying to help them by talking to them, finding out what their illnesses are, and you're healing them. But you, if you don't feed, you're weak. So when you come up against bosses, when you come up against vampire hunters, the whole place is filled with hunters everywhere. (laughs) Or like these lesser vampires called scowls. You're very weak and it's very hard to beat them. But I think before they made a patch where they added in difficulties, there there was only one difficulty and people thought it was too easy. They're like, well, there's no reason to eat people or to play the game like it wants you to play if it's too easy. So then they added in difficulty uh, choice where you can have like an easy, medium, then a really hard version. So I bought it after that was added. And so I've been having a lot of fun with it. Um, there are definitely some janky moments with uh, animations, especially in facial animations. <laughs> but um, I don't know, I, I have a lot of fun kind of snooping around and getting in, like trying to find out all of the different like little secrets these people hold and uh then, then sometimes you'll find someone who's an absolute dirtbag. You're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to eat that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, dude. Get but you also dude. when you feed on people, it also um, <clears throat> like lowers the area's health uh, levels where um, you have like this area is healthy. Then you go into like it's stable then you go into like it's serious. And when you're serious, people just start dying. And then all of these scowls start coming in and. Uh, vampire hunters start also moving in. So you're like, this area is no longer safe. I can't even go in there. So you kind of have to find a balance where you're like, I can't eat all of these doctors who are trying to save people. I have to like balance out and decide who I want to like feed off of if I want to like be strong. Right. I just remembered like, you know that meme where the guy is trying to hold a bunch of limes and he's like, why can't I hold all these limes? Do you know what I'm talking about? (laughs) I'm th- now I'm yeah. thinking of why can't I eat all these doctors? <laughs> why can't I eat all these people? <laughs> like, we should, God, yeah, good. I found one guy who, um, after snooping around, I discovered that he was a serial killer, and he had like a compulsion to kill. I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to eat this guy because clearly I'm going to do the, the area some good. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. So yeah, it's it's an interesting game. Um, I don't know. I'm enjoying it so far. Uh, I also. I'm sorry. Yeah, what's the other one you played? Oh, yeah. Um, I'll talk about the one that we both played last, but um, another one quickly that I played was um, another Lost Phone Lara story. And I really like these Lost Phone games where um, they you can get them on your mobile app store, but they're also available on Steam if you just want to be lazy like me. <laughs> but um, it's it looks like you picked up somebody's phone and you have to go through the phone and find out... Um, information on this person or whoever lost the phone and um kind of like it usually starts off with you're trying to find out who it belonged to so you give it back to them and then you find out like just information about them and uh the the another lost friend laura is a lot of fun where um man i don't want to spoil anything about it though but basically you're looking through photos, you're looking through text messages, you're looking through trying to find passwords to emails and find out like why this person ditched their phone. But um, yeah, and then another one was uh, Shapeshifting Detective, which is an FMV game, which is a lot of fun. It's by the same people who did the um, Dr. Decker game. 
where uh, the entire thing is FMV and you are a detective who is a shapeshifter and you can shapeshift into all these other people. And when you shapeshift into them, you can try and get more information out of them. You're trying to solve a murder in this little town. And one of them is a mur- is the murderer. And apparently each time you play the game, the murderer changes. So that way their information always changes. So there is a lot of replayability to it. And um, so when you are, but you have to like keep track of what you're saying to one person, because if you shapeshift into a person and then they, that person thinks you're talking to um, whoever you are currently, like the form that you're currently taking, any information you share with that person, that person is going to go back to the person you shapeshifted into and you have to keep track of the information. You're like, oh, shoot, okay. This person, I told this person that um, I was, uh, that I hated them, and then that person's going to think that the person I shapeshifted into hates them. And it's just, you, it's really interesting. And I kept like an entire notebook of notes. I was just going to so say that. that. You had to take like <laughs> notes on a piece on paper to like remember what you I did. did. <laughs> I kept notes of everything. Stuff. I have a little notebook here with like eight pages of notes on every single person. I'm like, okay, this person said they are here at this time. I'm going to shapeshift in this other person. They're, they didn't, they, their uh, alibi suddenly changed. <laughs> oh, smart. So it's a lot of fun. I really enjoyed that one a lot. It's very simple. It's very fast. It's like I beat it in five hours, but I kind of want to go back and play it again. It sounds like it's pretty And the last one though. that... I'm oh, sorry? It sounds sounds very replayable, so you'll be able to play it over and over. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I When I got down to the end of it, I had two people that I was like, okay, the murderer is one of these people. And I could not decide which one. I was did like, just, there are clearly one? conversations I missed out on because both of these people, uh, like their alibis are not matching up. Both of them that were at the site of the crime, like when it happened and both of them have motives. I'm like, I don't know which one to pick. So I just flipped a coin and it ended up being the other person. <laughs> But, um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, The last game was something that both Enzo and I played, which was Gris. Yes. I've been hearing about this. It's good. It's a a beautiful game. Yeah, it's... um, a, an abstract platform puzzle-ish game um, where there's no, like, fighting, there's no death in it, uh, but there are kind of puzzles to get around the area and you earn different powers throughout it, but... Basically, it is left up to your interpretation. Um, it's kind of a work of art where everything has this like watercolor yeah. to it. And um, yeah, it's very abstract. I'm seeing a lot of different theories. My theory, which I thought was the most obvious, was that it's Wait, a story should I, of... Should I cover my ears or something? Um, <laughs> Earmuffs. I, 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 I don't know. What did, what, let's hear what you thought, and then I'll tell you if it's the same thing I thought. Well, so far, I think... So far... Like what? What the game is is a very non-complicated mechanically mechanical game. It's super simple controls. It's side scrolling, um, and it's to me the reason I love it is the music is extremely nice to listen to, and the art is completely my aesthetic. It's beautiful. Like I bought the game solely on the key visual that this artist Ilya Kushnova I love did. And I was like, damn, that's pretty. It's really pretty. And then when I started the game, it's super pretty. It's amazing to look at. I have found that it is a game that rewards curiosity very well. If you 
you know, refuse to go down the normal path and you kind of want to take a, you want kind of want to go left instead of right and you go left, you might get rewarded with something for, for like exploring. And like, that's cool. And I, I love that in games. So I've been having a great time with it. Story-wise, it seems like, because throughout the, throughout the game, like you find a lot of statues of a girl who is like upset and like crying and stuff. So it's the and the game starts out pretty bleak and black and white. And as you progress, you start gaining color back and each world is named after a color. So to me, it to me, it's a it's about with like depression and getting yourself back together. Uh, and that's what that's where I'm at. But I haven't finished the game yet. So I'm not like I, I'm not sure where that what that is. But every time you beat a world, like, like that color comes back to the comes back to the world and mixes in. So. Okay, guys. That's that's what I got. Hmm. All right. Um. Yeah, there's a bunch of different uh, theories about what the overall. I think I, it's kind of almost like an ink blot. Like it's whatever it means to you mm-hmm. is what I'm basically hearing from different people. But yeah, um, man, there's no dialogue so far. So you guys. Yeah, are... there's no dialogue at all. Yeah. You guys... Except for some singing, she does sing. <laughs> you guys are at your ten minutes. So do you have any uh, last points on that? Oh. Nope. No. No. That was it. It's it's a lot of fun, but it's um fifteen dollars. I beat it in about three hours. Oh. So it's up to you if you think that it's worth that uh little amount of time. And I don't think there's any replayability. No. But, uh, I, I wouldn't say so. Yeah, that's uh up to you. All right. Well, I will take no minutes <laughs> because we're out of time. But uh, I, I guess I'll try to be as quick as possible. No, you have ten minutes. Well, I mean, like, we're, it's already five o'clock. We gotta. I also realized I haven't cut up the Dzmitsky's mom no clips. Oh, nice! <laughs> so we're, I'm gonna nice. be rushing to do that. So you might as well take your take take. All right. <laughs> we're gonna start late, but I can cut those clips up. All right, and, and not that much. Well, I, my, mine's nothing crazy. I so for those that don't know, I, I built a computer sometime last year, yeah. I guess, and uh, then that computer became the podcast computer. So now I'm in the process of like sourcing out parts to build another one. So I linked in the. Uh, in the Discord, guys, uh, mm-hmm. what I currently put together for my parts list, and if you guys want to take a look at it, let me know if you think it's crazy or not. But no, are, I think I think this build makes a lot of sense. What are the key things that that, that you want to make sure that this build has? So, um, so I, my my last PC build, I had a Ryzen uh, 1600 in it, which um, for those that are unfamiliar, Ryzen <clears throat> is uh, made by AMD. It's a CPU. Uh, you know, uh, most people have like Intel CPUs. Uh, in their computer, Ryzen is a little better for, actually it's quite a bit better for like multitasking and, you know, so if you're like playing a video game and you're surfing the web and you're streaming and you're recording and doing a bunch of things at the same time, it, it handles those processes a lot better. Uh, whereas a lot of Intel CPUs are really good for what's called single core performance, which would be like just playing a game, you know. Okay, yeah. Um, so I kind of prefer Ryzen just because it allows me to do more easier. So I had this a 1600. The next generation of Ryzen came out, which is the, the well, the, the 2600, 2700, and so forth. Um, so I'm looking at the 2700X, which is basically their best CPU. Yeah, um, it's eight cores, bro. Yeah. It's eight cores. Eight cores, 16 thread. Seven, dude. Yeah. <clears throat> um, it's pretty much a beast. You know, uh, it, it's kind of comparative to the 8700K on Intel's side, uh, although... You know, but more cores though, I think. Yeah, yeah, more cores. So it, it like a lot of the numbers that like when you see comparisons and things like that, it handles all the the multi core processing a lot better, and whereas it, the eighty seven hundred K handles a lot of the single core processing better. So I'm looking at that, pairing it with a 
uh, an X470 motherboard, which is kind of like the, you know, the the ideal motherboard for a CPU like that. Um, 16 gigs of RAM. Uh, standard. I, I, yeah. Um, I, I went with the for the case. I went with the NZXT H500. There's also, and I went with the white edition. Like I'm going for like a white and black look on this one. Mm. Yeah, I see that. I was gonna Monica, ask you, like you got the got chromatic the white baby and the black and the RGBs and the RGBs. I'm not, a, I'm not a big fan of RGB though. I know a lot of people oh, oh, are. Your, your motherboard has RGB. Here. I know, I know. Your, the, the your coo- RAM has RGB. Here. The cooler has RGB. I know. <laughs> the, I know. the cooler has RGB. Here. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> um, so, but it, you know, the H, the H500i, which is another version of that same case has like an RGB hub and stuff like that in it. So I might, I might just go with that. I might just go with it. This, just dude. go balls RGB out. RGB in a white case is beautiful. Yeah. And then uh, I paired it with the, uh, RTX 20, 2070, which I'm not sure if that's what I want to stick with. I've been looking at the 2060. I don't know if you guys have seen like reviews of the, of that, but, um, I, I think it's coming out very soon if it hasn't already. And mm. like you can overclock your 2060 and get 2070 numbers. And it's like oh, nice. $150 cheaper. Yeah. The graphics card game is so like, it's so tricky these days because, um, for example, like I recently went from my fucking GTX 760, which is extremely Baby. old, yeah. uh, to a, a, an I, and like at this time, like the 2080 and the 2070s were out. But the thing is like, I, I'm like, a, I'm, I had to like think about what, like what realistically I'm playing and like bang for buck wise like i went with the 1070 ti because i truly don't play like triple a huge games and the 1070 ti lets me play the games that i play ex- like with extreme comfort at 4k sure yeah so because i have a 4k monitor now so i was like i, I need it like my graphics card couldn't do like 4k comfortably yeah. at all so yeah the, but, i mean um, i definitely don't have, but if you have the money I do think that 2070 is what you go with, dude. Yeah. Regardless of the 2060 coming out. I definitely don't need something that powerful, but <laughs> I just kind of yeah. But you're, but you're building an eight core. Pro- you're building an eight core, 16 gig. Yeah. Computer, like you might as well, you might as well get a 2070. Yeah, I just like if to you go all I mean? out now, then when technology right. does increase, you'll be ready. Well, I'll just build yeah, another computer at that point. Yeah, because <laughs> with with eight cores at 3.7 and 16 gigs, like you can swap you're, you're going to swap out only your graphics card in like the next five years you know? yeah for sure yeah i just like like if i'm if i'm playing a game or something i just like to be able to turn everything up to the max and not have to worry Same. about it you know right, i don't want right, to have to right. be like okay well i gotta play this one on medium settings or i gotta you know turn off this or whatever it's like nah just crank it up ultra oh, i gotta go. turn off the aliasing yeah <laughs> the, <laughs> the fx shadows yeah yeah <laughs> Got to turn off hair work. My textures are only on medium. <laughs> ah! This is a this is a super super. I think it's a really good solid build list if you can pay this price, which isn't even that crazy. And that's the best yeah. part about AMD. Um, this yeah. that this price. What is that? Thirteen hundred. Yeah, like thirteen hundred. The rebates. Yeah, dude. Like. Yeah, yeah I was looking like, at the eighty seven hundred K. The the you know, um, CPU, but it just I could it. It was the CPU itself is more expensive. The boards are more expensive. I, mm-hmm. I would have to, I'd have to get an additional cooler because it doesn't come with one, unlike the Ryzen, which comes with a really good cooler. Um, a, yeah, it's a solid cooler, especially if you're not going to push it to its max limit every day. Yeah. So it's like I just couldn't justify. And I like if I, for me, I feel like when I play video games, I feel like I'm 
slacking. Like I'm like, man, I'm just sitting here playing games. But if I'm streaming those games, then uh-huh. I don't feel like I'm slacking. Productivity. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm uh, associating with people. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, potentially entertaining people mm. if they have terrible taste in entertainment. Wow. You know, I'm being yeah. productive. I see. Yeah. And I've been like, I've been wanting to start streaming some more again, but I also like been wanting to just play video games with you guys more again. Yeah. So like, if you do start streaming again, it would be great. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Because we can multiplayer some dumb shit. All right, guys, I'm going to wrap it up here. Yes. So I hope that was, this was the first edition of Topic Show and Tell. I like it. It's it's not bad. The, the yeah. Hobbit we, we, we need nice. to start at four o'clock though. Yeah, if we're gonna work. do something like this. Yeah, because because then we're like, oh, not everybody has enough time, and then everybody feels sad because people feel sad because they can't you know say everything they wanted to say. But it's a good it's a good trial run, no dry run. Yeah. Pretty good. Like it. I hope you guys at home liked it. Thanks for thanks for uh, tuning in, and uh, thanks of course for helping out the podcast with all of your contributions. Definitely love you for that. And um, we are going to scurry off to our main podcast now. So I hope you enjoyed Hobby Addicts, and we'll see you next time.